after this week, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to hate everybody who bought a remake and made game companies decide these were a good idea. Yeah? Fair. I mean, what? We announced 20 remakes? That's It's exciting. I feel like the number of games that should get remake and re-release is really low, and three of them got re-released and sold really well, and now they're just doing it with everything. And I don't think it should be done with everything. Nostalgia sells, just like at Star Wars, man. Nostalgia marketing. It's the way that games are going to be marketed in 2021, apparently. Because clearly off of this last week, game companies have no other ideas. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You understand. Just resell the same thing over and over and over and over again. It's fantastic. Yeah, this is just a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, so this week, over this last week here, we had kind of three big announcements. We We had a Nintendo Direct, where Nintendo went over a chunk of stuff that's coming out for them this year. And in that, we had a Pokemon Direct as well, which was a couple days later, but I kind of view them one and the same. Mm-hmm. We had BlizzCon last weekend, where Blizzard came out and showed that they truly are the dying game studio that everyone thought they were. Yep. And we had the PlayStation State of Play, where PlayStation showed us that they aren't really going to release a PS5 game for another, like, two years, apparently. Yeah, it's just a bunch of... Stuff coming out we already heard about with slightly more details, and then some stuff I didn't really care that was coming out. You know, it's a bit of a weird mix of stuff going on. So where do you want to start? You want to start off the Nintendo part? Yeah, we may as well start off with the Nintendo part. Okay, so we had the worst character reveal ever for a game in Smash. That that trailer is god-awful. It's like a PS1 cutscene, and I, I hated every second of it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of people are having issue with the character selection, with I, which I get, mm. but also, like, it's fine. But the really egregious thing was that reveal trailer. It was so yeah. bad. It's brilliant. It was just very uninteresting. It was boring. I had no idea what I was watching, and it just <laughs> never got better. And then, like, it's just like a lot of this Nintendo Direct is a lot of stuff that we knew was coming out, or stuff that, like, I don't care is coming out. It's just like Fall Guys is coming to the Switch. Neat. I guess they forgot that Fall Guys kind of died. Yeah. It's like Fall Guys came in and then Among Us was like, oh, no, 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 no. And then the other half of people were like, I'm going back to Fortnite now. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like Fall Guys coming out, especially considering it's not till the summer. Yeah, it's a long time. Like Fall Guys is into the summer and Fall Guys released what last fall at this point? Mm hmm. Is it that long ago? I think so. But. I feel like Fall Guys had a massive following, and I feel like trying to release it now, you're just so far behind. Yeah. And I don't think that from revealing a Smash character with a like lackluster trailer into talking about a whole bunch of games that are already available on other platforms that are coming to Switch, yeah, started off this Direct really weak and didn't give me any hope for it. No, it's just... It's amazing how much we got announced without having much interesting announced. We're going through like this. There's a bunch of games. It's just like, okay, we've had this before. We have this before. If Mario Golf, to me, is one of the highlights of your Nintendo (laughs) announcements, you know you probably messed up. Hey, that speed golf mode looks sweet, though. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm definitely going to, like, pound some beers and play, like, speedrun golf with you 
on Discord, and it's going to be the greatest thing ever. But it's just sad that like there wasn't really else much. Oh yeah, and by on with Fall Guys has had a ninety percent drop off since September on active players. By the way, yeah, on Steam, that's we did get we did get a new Monster Hunter Rise trailer, which was really sweet. That trailer showed off a lot of stuff and looked really good. The Rise trailer made me a little more interested in the game. I've always been interested up to this point, but not as much as with World, because the game do- is a graphical downgrade because it's a Switch game. Yeah. And there's definitely a few things that, like, when it comes to a game like Monster Hunter World, where you're, it's a big part of your environment and fighting monsters is a big part of it, graphical downgrade does affect my perception of it initially. But the monsters look sweet. There's a lot of stuff I haven't seen before. It's a really unique looking enemy, so it'll make it feel like its own game, which I'm really excited for. Yeah, I'm really interested because Capcom, from my understanding, just has two teams working on Monster Hunter now. And they've kind of split it into the kind of old style and like the Switch games with Rise, where Rise, I figure, is going to be a middle ground between what the old games were and what Monster Hunter World was, because Monster Hunter World was a very different game. And they have a separate team that's actually working on the successor to Monster Hunter World. So I'm interested to see how they take some of what was in the old games and bring it in with what they learned from World. But it's kind of cool that they do have the plans of doing kind of two diverging paths for that game, where you still get to produce games for the audience of the old games that really liked the way the old games function and stuff like that, as well as still appealing to all the players, new players that you brought in with World. Like, myself included. Yeah, and there's, like, a million Switches out there. Well, okay, that's an understatement. There's, like, a hundred million Switches. That's a very big understatement. There's a hundred million Switches out there. (laughs) So having having something like Monster Hunter that you can play handheld is probably pretty big for that franchise. And it definitely looks like it's going to be a little more new player friendly. Getting around is going to be a lot easier. And, you know, it just looks like a fresh take on Monster Hunter, so I'm definitely in for that. And then it's just, like... Past Monster Hunter, it's like Tales in the Borderlands is back. Yay. Capcom. A below are... average game that was available elsewhere is now being released on Switch. Yeah, then we have like the car the Capcom arcade collection. And I looked at it and a bunch of the arcade games they just don't even care about. And then we have I mean it's also just it's a it's an arcade collection. Yeah. I thought that we were done getting arcade collections after like original Xbox had them. There's some good arcade but games out there. apparently not. I just don't get the selection sometimes of these games. So there are some really good arcade games out there. I spent a lot of time at arcades when I was younger. And it's just a lot of the big games just aren't coming out on these arcade yeah. collections. It drives me nuts. Like, Dato is like a crazy cool arcade game that's never been re-released. The arcade cabinet, I think, is worth something like $10,000, $20,000. And it's just like that game's never been re-released, which seems silly. Yeah, and after the arcade collection, they just announced a whole bunch of games that I don't really get why mm. these were part of a Nintendo Direct. It's it's a lot of, like, middling things. Like, No More Heroes 3. I mean, I understand some people like that franchise. That new game looks worse than the other ones that were on Wii. Yeah. And I, I don't get it. It looks like a step back graphically and gameplay-wise. It's just like we have like new Animal Crossing stuff. I don't know if that needs to be yeah, on a direct. I I don't really think that a new <clears throat> I don't think that new Animal Crossing items should be put into your direct. No. It bloats. I it. get that there's a lot of people who like Animal Crossing and like sure. But I don't think this belongs in a direct. No. And then 
I mean, from this whole kind of center section where they just had a whole bunch of games that they really that they like announced. Hmm. The only really interesting one was the name with I don't know how you decided to put this name on a trailer, even if it's a working title, but Project Triangle Strategy. If it, I will yeah. not play this game out of spite <laughs> if they release it with this name. It's I think this game title. looks super sweet. I won't play it if this is the name they have on this box. <laughs> it definitely looks like something that I'm like super interested interested in is another like strategy tactics like game. Yeah. It looks like Octopath, which looks really nice. It has a really unique art style yeah. to it. And I hope that we get more information coming out here, but obviously it's it's a ways off still, just like everything else. Yeah, and I mean, they then follow that up with a trailer for a Star Wars game that literally had nothing about the game at all. Yeah. It literally showed you Star Wars characters and then was like, Star Wars Hunters. It's like, okay, so, neat. Okay. Shrugged. And there's like, <laughs> one of the other big... It's like one of the other highlights was the fact that we have a dodgeball game coming out, like Knockout City. That game actually looks really fun. Like one of those oh, yeah. games is like, this is for fun. This is to sit around and just play a very chill, relaxed, fun game. But the fact that you have like the fake out mechanic is, I think, is really sweet. And like, pretend to throw the ball. And it's just like, oh, that's that's bringing me back and then making me feel really old. Realizing the last time I played dodgeball. <laughs> That game does look really cool. And I don't know, like, is there anything else super interesting to you on, like, this entire Direct? Like, I mean, I think this Direct is pretty telling of kind of what we're seeing from a lot of studios this year, where five of the last, like, eight games that they talked about in this Direct were are remakes. Yeah. Or games that are already available on a different platform. Mm -hmm. And it's like... So outside of that, you have an expansion packs pass for Hyrule Warriors, which is whatever. That's you have cool. Bravely Default 2, which does look really good. Mm. Uh, and then you have Splatoon 3. But then you have Ninja Gaiden Collection, Ghosts and Goblins Resurrections, Sega Frontier Remastered, and Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword HD. And it's like, yeah. these games aren't bad games, yeah. but just so many remakes. And th this is definitely a trend through the first three announcements we're going to talk about, because there's just so many of these. Yeah, there's a ton of them. Even like something like Saga Frontiers with the character inking on it makes the game look worse. They made it, they made it way more, they made it pop a lot more in a bad way. Yeah. To where it looks like you have like an oil painting with a bunch of crayon drawings on top of it. And it looks awful. And I like the original game. I'm not even yeah, like excited like about that. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know why we're suddenly re-releasing every game under the sun. Yeah. But then Nintendo yeah. had kind of this extremely poor direct, in my opinion. This was Monday, I think, right? Monday Something or Tuesday. Like that, yeah. Uh, and then yesterday on Friday, or Friday, for those of you listening, not today. <laughs> <laughs> what day is it? <laughs> um, They had a Pokemon direct. Yeah. Which announced new Pokemon Snap, which a ton of people are really excited for. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was really interesting. There's literally a Pokemon social media in this game. Yeah. So you can post your photos online and people vote on them. And if you get a lot of upvotes, they trend. Which I think is kind of fun. Like, no, I think I'm it's hilarious. It's just like, there is literally <laughs> Pokemon social media on here. Um, you have Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, 
which are Switch remakes of Diamond and Pearl. And I mean, I'm honestly totally okay with this because I think Diamond and Pearl are both really good games and having them available on Switch, we're going to be able to play them on a television. And I know that doesn't mean everything for Pokemon players, but for me, that's actually a really big selling feature because I don't like mobile games. Yeah. Now, playing on TV sounds great and being able to play these kinds of games and stream them without having to use some uh, possibly illegal software to do so. It's probably going to be really big for streamers, too, that like to play old Pokemon games, because a lot of those you can't actually you can't actually legally play them without some finagling. You know, there's a lot of emulators being used to so being able to actually play a retail copy of Diamond and Pearl is going to be big for the community. I mean, technically, you can buy a capture card for a DS. It's just a pain in the ass. They also cost a shit ton, but yeah. they do exist. Uh, and then they rounded this out with Pokemon Legends Arceus. I probably just butchered that name, didn't I? I think it is Arceus, actually. Is it Arceus? Okay. I think so. Um, so this if is another not, game in Sinnoh. <laughs> so this is another game in Sinnoh, so it's also in the same region. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is an extreme departure, it looks like, from the traditional Pokemon formula. And I'm kind of excited for this game. This is like a very... Very new look for Pokemon. And I think, well, I well, I used to enjoy a lot of the Ola Pokemon games. I wasn't a big fan of X and Y or Sword and Shield. But I think that a little bit of a shakeup in your traditional formula isn't a bad thing. Yeah. With, with Arceus, I hope this game is four years out. Because as cool as this concept looks on paper, that trailer looked awful. Was one, like, it did not look right. They definitely dropped to sub 20 frames over and over and over again. And I understand like, yeah, this game's probably a long ways out. Please be a very, very long ways out. Don't release this anytime soon. No, just you have to release it after the Nintendo switch pro. And then just be like, well, if you're a Nintendo switch user, get fucked. <laughs> I mean, I would prefer that over releasing it and having it play like that. Cause that looked Real bad, and I understand it's probably like some kind of pre-alpha footage, but yikes, showing that might not have been a good idea, to be honest. I uh, I think my favorite statement I saw from this Pokemon Direct was, someone tweeted it out, but it was, do you want to play the Pokemon game that looks like Legend of Zelda, or the Pokemon game that looks like Legend of Zelda, and put the Diamond and Pearl remakes next to Arceus, because <laughs> they awesome. both just look like mm. Legend of Zelda games. I bet they do. <laughs> Which isn't a bad thing, but it's just funny. <laughs> oh, it is. That's awesome. So, uh, going back a little bit now, back to last weekend, mm. we had BlizzCon. Yeah. Now, I don't think you have a ton of experience with Blizzard games. Like, aren't you mainly just a Diablo guy? Uh, I guess you played a little bit of Overwatch and a little bit of Hearthstone. Yeah, like I actually, I actually you haven't really touched WoW, which is the big one. But I, I okay, I've played a thousand hours of WoW, but it was before you played WoW. Like that's but the you thing, won't right? Play WoW with me now. I see how it is because the game sucks now. Uh, Burning Crusade Classic, it's coming. Oh, I hate Classic and everything that it stands for. After but playing it for Burning a while. Crusade Classic, <laughs> um, gouging my eyes out with a spoon. Classic. <laughs> It's just like your the idea of classic was to play it without all this other stuff in it, and now they're adding all the other stuff into it slowly, which I is mean, weird. They're, like, they're adding what's in Burning Crusade. 
and they're gonna keep adding and adding, and it's gonna catch up. But with all the like crappy RNG that's in classic, and it's just, I understand people probably really, really, really like classic for what it is. It ain't me. It just ain't. It ain't me. You know. <laughs> sure. I think that this uh this BlizzCon I don't think was a good look for Blizzard. No. I think that a lot of people with the release of Classic and the fact that up until Shadowlands WoW was in a really bad spot yeah. and people are now turning around a little bit on Shadowlands. I've seen more positive. I don't think people are super high on it, but it's a little bit high. people are a little bit more positive on it as well as Path of Exile basically kicking Diablo 3 out of its genre. Like Diablo 3's players, like player base is very low right now when you compare it to Path to Exile, which is its like biggest competitor. And I get yeah. that it's hard to compare the two because Diablo 3 isn't actively releasing updates, but still, as well, well Diablo as... Diablo 3 is more seasonal now, and it's based upon seasons and more of that community yeah. than it is the base game of it. Sure, but my point is just they are... That game is being massively overshadowed shadowed by Path of Exile right now. Yeah. And Hearthstone, with the co competition that's come up with Magic Arena and with... Uh, Legends of Runeterra has been seeing a lot of competition. I don't know exactly how Hearthstone is doing, but a lot of people were worried about Blizzard because with Classic being the driving force behind your WoW subscriptions for an amount of time, that's not a good look for your company. No. And I think they doubled down on kind of showing they were out of ideas in this BlizzCon. It, it's true. And like... it's their opening, their opening to this BlizzCon was announcing an arcade collection yeah. of three games. And I actually, I took a couple quotes from their, uh, from BlizzCon because I thought they were funny. Mm. Uh, this is a word for world quote. We have the cutting edge technology not available in the 90s, saving and loading games. Um, That's a direct yikes. quote from their speech. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> and then they followed that up with WoW, which again mm -hmm. is the big game for them. It is the big deal. Uh, they announced 9.1, which is the update to Shadowlands. Everyone knew it was coming. It's just another update. I don't know how people are receiving it. I assume fine. but And then Burning Crusade Classic, which everyone kind of knew was coming. Yeah. Of and Hearthstone hmm. is actually the game that I think was the most positive out of this. I think yeah. Hearthstone so showed some good stuff in this. I think that the core set is a very good way for it to compete with Runeterra. Because I think Runeterra has a better free-to-play model than Hearthstone does. And well, making does. the core set the base of your game just actually free actually helps fix that to a great extent. Yeah, it does. And more friendly card gaming online is definitely really big right now. Especially because if you're, if you're a tabletop card player, player, you can't do that right now. So having online be a little bit more accessible is good. Uh, I'm hoping this kind of pushes the other... Companies to kind of do the same, especially with Magic. Magic needs a lower barrier to entry for Arena. Like, they really need it. And Hearthstone getting more friendly is good. I really like Hearthstone. It's just getting decks built. I found a pain in the ass and acquiring things. And, like, the dollar amount was not worth it to me. So I kind of backed out because I just, like, like Magic more. And if they're both expensive. Yeah, I think for me, for Hearthstone, I actually think if you're going to play Hearthstone, like, if you're going to play it a little bit, I think it's actually better than Magic right now. But if you're going to play it a lot, it lacks the depth that Magic does. Yeah. But 
And they announced classic Hearthstone. Again, apparently we don't have any new ideas, so we're re-releasing the classic Hearthstone format as a format in Hearthstone. Which I find weird. <laughs> and then they announced this Hearthstone Mercenaries, which they showed no gameplay of, but showed of you basically what looks like a Slay the Spire style like map. So I guess it's like a roguelite. So we'll see as gameplay comes out for that. Like, I'm excited. I'll probably give this a try, but you didn't show me any gameplay. So it's kind of hard for me from seeing hero portraits and a map to actually know what's happening. Yeah, it's just out of this this whole thing. It's all these little pieces that are like sound interesting. Like Hearthstone is just like. Mercenary sounds interesting. Classic format could be fun for a couple of people, but there's nothing like major here. And Diablo 2 Resurrected sounds fun, but it's just re-releasing Diablo 2 now. It sort of looks prettier, which I've never played Diablo 2. Um, I'm buying this. I'm just, I'll admit it. I'm buying Diablo 2 Resurrected second it comes out. It looks really sweet. I'm wondering if they keep the progression system in it. It's my understanding you can't re-roll anything like you can in Diablo 2, which is kind of cool. So it actually makes you make decisions. Because yeah. I know that's something that people really didn't like about 3 is that you never actually have to make decisions, which is true. You yeah, don't. and I do like that with the resurre- with Resurrected, they're leaving like an option to play in the original 2D way as well. Which is cool. So they're leaving like a traditional setting for their graphics, which I think is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that Diablo 4, their panel, like their announcement on it, I only watched the opening ceremony, but their announcement on it is really scary for this game because the fact that your big announcement for your yearly BlizzCon is the fact that you've added a class and that's it. This game is so far out. Oh, yeah. And I think you're going to have a really hard time breaking into the market if you're waiting this long. Because how Diablo 3 is old, isn't it? Yes. Um, because Diablo- it's been a really long time since a Diablo game. Yeah. Diablo 3, the release date for that was during the PS3 still. So right? So it was 2014? Was No, 2013. So we're already eight years after Diablo 3, and Diablo 4 still looks like it's another, like, mm. four years out if oh. this is the speed at which they're developing. Yeah, and that was just the console release. The PC release was May 2012. Yeah, like it's been I, nine I just, years. It's insane. Yeah, it's been so long, and I don't think I think if your big announcement for BlizzCon is your you've added a new class, I think you're just I don't have much faith for that game at this point. It's just taking so long. They showed it too early. So long. That's a big like, problem. The lot of games are being shown too early. Unless they're developing it. Like, assuming that it's coming out in four years and developing it so that it's, like, not runnable on modern hardware, it's just going to feel so far behind the curve when it comes out. Yeah. Because, it like, the game looks like a game from this year or last year. Yeah. And if it's coming out in four years, that isn't going to do well. Apparently, or I think it's not going to do well. Yeah, its initial announcement was PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. That did not happen. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's like in 2019, they said those are the consoles it's coming to. And if that's still true, yeah, the game's not going to look any better than it does now. Yeah. And then they uh, they didn't actually even talk about Overwatch in their opening statement. 
which like is their crazy. opening of BlizzCon didn't even touch on Overwatch apart from like in their opening, this is what we do, they talked about Overwatch League. Yeah. Which I feel like if you're going to, I don't mm. know how popular Overwatch League is, but I don't think it has the best reception from the players. So I don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then they rounded out and this was just, this was just, again, their speech being tone deaf, I thought. One of their like closing lines was, if you had asked us 30 years ago what gaming would look like today, none of us could have predicted the current Blizzard lineup of games. Which, the statement yeah. is just really funny when you take into account that Blizzard Arcade Collection, Burning Crusade Classic, Classic Hearthstone, Diablo 2 Resurrected. You literally talked about four remakes yeah. in this day, and you're like, we never could have predicted this. We had no idea that we would just be releasing the same thing that we had out 20 or 30 years ago. Yay. I, I also think there was no StarCraft either. No. Starcraft and I died. wonder if StarCraft is just dead. I think it is. I think, I think it's just because dead. I, I feel like if you're going to talk about any of the Blizzard IPs right now, I feel like StarCraft is the one that could have the highest success with a new installment because the genre is very weak right now. I just don't think it's a genre a lot of people enjoy playing anymore. I think this is the player base of that genre is just very quiet. That's fair. Or just on to doing something else, which is sad because I really like these kind of games. I suck at StarCraft, by the way. But I do like that game. But it's just kind of falling off a cliff. Yeah. Yeah, and then it's just like out of this whole out of the whole Blizzard thing, like, yes, Diablo 2 looks sweet. And the one other small thing that the only other thing I'm really actually interested in is Lost Vikings getting re-released in the arcade collection, because that has like some nostalgia points for me. But I'm not gonna get this stupid thing to play Lost Vikings. Like, it's cool. Yeah. Neat. But I'm not going to, like, pay money for it. Yeah. And I mean, if you had talked to me a year ago, I might have been excited for Burning Crusade Classic. But I think it's in a hard spot with Final Fantasy XIV being as good as I think it is right now, as well as I know for myself, I'm kind of questioning if I want to get into an MMO knowing that there's a Riot one being developed. Yeah. So I think this genre is just kind of hard right now, and I I don't know. Yeah, but we, yeah. then on Thursday this week, we got Sony's announcement. Apparently we didn't have one for Microsoft, now that I realize that, but Microsoft's announcement would have been, we have no new games. Yeah, fun. I mean, they have nothing coming out. Like. <laughs> so we had the state of play. And I don't know how I felt about this. Here's how I, I feel. feel like I was just super indifferent to this. This the state of play rounds out how I feel about all of this. Like really, like I think it's the the, the quickest definition of what's happened here is it's a bunch of stuff that we already knew about or that we don't care about basically. Like yeah, like we knew, like during the Nintendo Direct, we knew about almost all this stuff ahead of time, except for the stuff yep. that's kind of like whatever. Blizzard, they've already announced a bunch of this stuff, so like whatever and the things that they hadn't announced yet they didn't even show properly like the mercenaries thing and then like the playstation one there's a couple things there that i think are interesting but we've announced all these before like like crash is a PS, ps5 update that's neat like duh returnal finally seeing gameplay of returnal i think is probably one of the biggest things out of this entire announcement 
Oh, I think that's the only thing that I took away from this announcement yeah. is actually just seeing Returnal gameplay because that mm. game looks good. Yeah, just like a very, very good looking roguelike game that's going to have a really good story to it. Just like um, hopefully something like Hades, you know, just actually has good story development while having solid gameplay. It almost looks a little bit like really good looking Risk of Rain over the story, which is great because, yeah. you know, we've been enjoying Risk of Rain a ton. And then it's just like... Yeah, I'm very interested to see how that game looks on release. But yeah, other than that... Like we had Knockout City on here too. So like we had Knockout City during two of these. Two different companies mentioned Knockout City. Like, okay. Solar Ash looks fun. But like... Yeah. Okay. And like Oddworld... Oddworld... I'm a little interested now that I've seen a little bit more. I've never really played a bunch of odd world games before. I've never really gotten into one. This game actually looks fun. So like, but that's it. It's just like, this looks kind of cool. You know, we have death loop that, you know, it looks like more dishonored mixed in with, you know, isn't kind of like overwatch kind of art style to it. So it's like, it's fine. The PvP in it, where you can like go into other people's world or whatever, and uh, you know try to attack them. It's like okay, we have that in Dark Souls. You know you can do that, and it's like okay, neat. And it's just like, then we have Kenna Bridges Spirits. I'm really excited for this game. This game looks really really good. It looks like the kind of game that Sony should have made a long time ago, because for when it comes to more approachable looking fantasy RPGs that aren't all brooding and dark. And, oh my god, the world's ending. You know, like, this just looks like a fun game that has a really good story going on to it that still has a lot of character to it. I think this is the best-looking game I've seen so far, too, for, like, the next generation of consoles. This game is gorgeous. Like, that trailer... But, the but way the, Craig... Craig, go, Craig can go back to Halo Combat Evolved, okay? That's where he can go back to. Him and the horse he rode in on. It's just like... It's like the way the environment in Kenna looks has me excited. It looks like something that Pixar would spend like $150 million on or something. The game looks insane. And the story looks fun, and I'm really excited about that. And then we had the fly in the ointment. The thing that pisses me off is the Final Fantasy VII remake freaking DLC of a character that shouldn't be there again. <laughs> I hate this thing. I hate Final Fantasy VII Remake now. I hate this freaking game. It's just like, why? It's like, we're announcing Yuffie's in the game now. Look, you can play as her. Why not just work on part two? Or was this just in part one this entire time and you cut it so you could sell this DLC? Like, I don't understand this thing anymore. It's just like, it's a different story now. Fine. But now you're just like releasing rando DLC rather than actually working on your game. Like, I think you made enough money off of 7 Remake already. And if you didn't, then your company seems a little mismanaged. I don't get why we're doing this. As the, on the other hand, as the positive caveat to this, the PS5 upgrade does look very good. <laughs> yeah, and like it looks pretty. You are getting it for free. I'm like you are getting the PS5 upgrade for free, which is as sweet. you should. 
see, should's an interesting word, Josh. We can still give them credit because they could have sold this as a new game. And the, they would have sold copies. The DLC is only on PS5. I know. So what? Why? Why not? Like, there's nothing about that <laughs> DLC that that requires it to be on PS5, and, like, the majority of people that. aren't going to be able to play it. Maybe it's just really poorly optimized. I think I think their management of this franchise is really poorly optimized, okay? <laughs> and it's just... It's, it's like watching my childhood go up in flames. It's like reliving my parents' divorce all over again. That's what this reminds me of. Sure, I get two Christmases, but I have to deal with this shit every day. And it's just like I don't I don't understand. I don't I don't get it. I don't get it anymore. And it's like this character is an optional character in Final Fantasy VII. You can walk by where she's at in the original game, and she gets her own DLC pack. And like I don't think anybody's like. Oh my god, Yuffie's the best character in the game. It's like, if you're going to make a standalone DLC, you should do it with Vincent from Final Fantasy VII. And, like, because he got his own spinoff game, at, like, originally. And there's, like, a huge character in that game. Do that. Or, like, do a spinoff game or a DLC where you play, like, as Sephiroth back before everything happened with him. And it's just, like, do literally anything. Give us a Zack DLC. Where you explain who someone, he is. Someone somewhere is super excited for this Yuffie DLC because they think Yuffie's the best character. They're entitled to their wrong opinion. It's fine. <laughs> you know, if they want to be wrong, whatever, that's fine. I'm going to gatekeep the hell out of this. <laughs> it's just, I, yeah, okay, sure. Somebody's probably going to enjoy it, but it's just like more of setting this game behind. Of getting more I mean, you'll chapters. probably enjoy it too. I mean, I'm not playing it because you can't buy a PS5 anywhere. <laughs> You'll have a PS5 by, like, the summer. It's fine. Yeah, as soon as they're actually available. But it's just like, yeah, yeah, I'm probably going to play it because I'm going to get the free upgrade and I'll play the stupid DLC. And you know what? I'm going to get more annoyed afterwards. And I'm going to keep sucking away at the corporate teat of this Final Fantasy VII remake thing. I'm going to hate every part of it and yet enjoy it at the same time. I hate myself. I hate this franchise. That sounds about I, right. I hate what they're doing. I'm throwing shit now. This has gone hysterical. Uh, I just don't get it. Like, all this all this stuff got announced, yet nothing interesting got announced. Yeah. And it's just weird. It's like, we're in this state of flux right now, and it's obviously because I'm sure development is still hell. It's like, just don't don't bloat your stuff. That's the one thing I didn't mind about the state of play, is it, it didn't feel bloated. They were just like, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this, here's this, bye. And like Nintendo literally what had like three times as many as announcements as Sony did, yet didn't say anything more than Sony did. That's what it feels like to me. It's just I mean, I think the Nintendo announcement would mean more if you were someone who literally only played games on Switch. Yeah. But But games just I don't I don't feel like games coming to Switch from another console should be big news. No, because they don't even run well. That's that's well, the real key to it. It's like a lot of them run see, like crap. See, the real thing is Fall Guys is going to run at like 20 FPS. It'll be great. Oh, hell yeah. Apex Legends is probably going to light your Switch on fire. <laughs> You're going to have a repairman knocking at your door. They played some like footage from Apex. It's so downscaled. Oh, yeah. The game looks 
awful. As I've said before, Dauntless with this tiny <laughs> little map is massively downscaled on Switch. How is Apex gonna like look at all playable? <laughs> right? I know. My cat's here meowing at me because she's just like thinks the world is ending. Look at this cat. This cat thinks the world is ending now. I know kitty. It's terrible. It's terrible. They announced so many things and yet nothing at the same time. It's so depressing. It's just like I don't I don't get this. It's just like a lot of nothing. Like you came out as Nintendo and just like cut this down. Where you're just like, hey, Fall Guys is coming out, Monster Hunter is coming out, and then you just like skip this entire middle section. Fall Guys, Monster Hunter, Mario Golf. Yeah. And like You could so- even like preview Project Triangle. Ninja Gaiden Collection is kind of cool. It's something fun. That Bravely Default 2 is good. You can talk mm-hmm. Hyrule Warriors, talk Legend of Zelda, talk nope. Splatoon 3. Nope, nope. No, you don't talk about Skyward Sword. See, I'm going to go in this document and delete this. That never should have been announced. Because the second you put Zelda in there, people just think it's going to be Breath of the Wild 2. And instead, you're just like, nah, that, that doesn't exist. What are you talking about? We're not making that. Whistle, whistle, whistle. And then they go hide in a corner. I mean, they said we'll have more information for you later this year. Yay. Woohoo. You're really salty for someone who self-proclaimed didn't like Breath of the Wild. Yeah, and guess what? I'm going back and playing it right now, and I'm like kind of chilling a little bit on it, you know? I've decided just to not play like it's a Zelda game. I'm just playing this open-world survival game that's supposed to kick you in the face every five minutes, and it's great. I'm in, I'm like, I don't mind that game right now. It's just, it's yeah. not a, it's not what it, Zelda reminds me of, right? Do you have any other gaming news that came out this week? I feel like that's most of it. That's most Anthem of it. Anthem died. Anthem did die. And, like, guess what? Nobody cares. Because nobody's playing Anthem. Anthem died. But, like, to be fair, Anthem died, like, two years ago. Anthem died when <laughs> the developers were told to not look at other games in the genre to get ideas. They are told Wait, to not... is that something they were told? Oh, my God. Have I not told you about this? Yeah. They were told to not look at other games, especially Destiny. They were not allowed... To look at other games, to, to like Let's compare not look themselves. Look at the successful game in the genre. To yeah, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, to be fair, Anthem died, and then Bungie came out with possibly their best announcement in the game's history. Yeah, or Destiny. Well, they're like, hey, all that stuff about I, Destiny. We we're sorry, we're fixing. Okay, I have never seen an announcement where. A company is like, by the way, your next DLC is being delayed, and then the community reception is positive. Yeah. Because they delayed Witch King. Or Witch Queen, sorry. Like, they delayed the next, like, annual expansion, and Mm. the community response is still positive because they fixed so many other things. Yeah. It's just like, it's good. I'm I'm glad they're actually fixing that game, because Destiny is really good, but it had so many issues. And, you know, good on you. Be honest. Like, we need to yeah. delay this. We need to fix our game. And uh, I'm all for it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else too crazy going on with gaming right now. I mean, the, the only other big thing was the fact that, like, now Wizards of the Coast has decided to, to cross over with everything. But I feel like that's... Oh, the new Wizards logo is so bad. You don't like the new Wizards of the Coast logo? It looks like a really, really crappy, like, Pixar movie coming out, right? It looks like the, the, the those rare, low-tier Pixar movies. It kind of looks like a title screen for one of those. 
Are you saying you don't like this? It's so pretty. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Just because you're blind doesn't mean I am. Oh, no, no. It's egregious. I'll agree. It's egregious. I just wanted to piss you off. <laughs> but yeah, now, oh, now there's... Just... Yeah, it's it's brutal. I don't know. Like, all yeah, in that, all... That new logo is so bad. Yeah. And like, the rest of the announcements, like, whatever. Yes, we yeah. all knew that Universes Beyond was coming eventually. Like... Mm. We all knew that was happening. Yeah. They did Godzilla cards. They did Walking Dead cards. We knew this was coming, guys. <laughs> and the the one positive thing here, I will say, about the Universe Beyond thing, is just, at least what they're doing is they're having it be its own thing. So, like, like professional measured together in play of, like, standard and modern aren't affected by this because they aren't going to be in there. Oh, but it's going to fuck Legacy. I mean, nobody cares about Legacy anymore either, because the reserve list means that all your decks cost fifteen thousand dollars. Who gives a shit? If you if, if you play Legacy and you're sitting there going to complain about the fact that you know Gandalf's going to be in your game, dude, you literally can play a card that has Einstein on it in your deck. Like, have you not looked at the cards you're playing already? They already have a bunch of weird crap on them. Who cares? Like, stop being so yeah. old. <laughs> Well, do you have anything else you want to go over before we go play Valheim? No, I think that's pretty much it. I know. That's exciting. I'm excited to play Valheim. It's all baby. I still don't understand I'm how the game's one I'm more excited to play this early access game than I am for anything that our AAA developers announced this week. You know, that's just true. And <laughs> I mean, go download Valheim. It's like 20 bucks. <laughs> it's one gig. <laughs> how is this game a gig? <laughs> maybe if it's a gig, it can run on Switch. <laughs> Ooh, maybe. I doubt no, it. No, probably not. Well, anyhow, well, until next week, this is Josh. Michael. Shall we go play Faham now? <laughs>